Two months after Warrant Officer Dingan Makuna was gunned down in a robbery at his home, police had no leads. That is, until Tabo Majeke called in about a reward for information. But instead of getting the 100,000 rand reward, he implicated himself and became the lead accused. He fingered seven other men and they were all convicted and sentenced to life in prison. Majeke said that Tembekile Molautsi was one of the gunmen. He also fingered Boswell Mklongo as the getaway driver, while Alfred Nkosi was said to have helped plan the attack. But, other than statements from their co-accused, there was no evidence linking these three men to the crime. Human rights lawyer Don Richardan. Should hearsay evidence be accepted, it must complete the mosaic of the other evidence. In Kasu, there is simply no such mosaic to complete. There can be no substitute for good old-fashioned detective work. After being sentenced in 2004, Molautzi's appeal was held up for eight years while he struggled to get hold of the full trial record. He eventually lost his appeal to the full bench of the High Court and the Supreme Court of Appeal refused to hear his appeal at all. He then petitioned the Constitutional Court, but they refused his appeal for lack of constitutional grounds. Molautzi complained that he was wrongfully convicted, pointing to the factual findings of the trial court. But because the attack on factual findings does not raise a constitutional issue, Molautzi lost that appeal. The Constitutional Court did, however, express strong disapproval over the unacceptable delay in the hearing of the full bench appeal. Months later, two other men convicted for the same crime, Mklongo and Nkosi, raised a constitutional appeal. Their application was prepared by a fellow inmate at Pretoria CMAX prison who was studying law and related to the fact that the two were convicted purely on the basis of hearsay evidence and finger-pointing by their co-accused outside of court. The Constitutional Court then appointed human rights lawyer Don Richardon to represent the two men. During the hearing, the National Prosecuting Authority conceded that the two had been wrongfully convicted and that the trial court had misapplied the law on out-of-court statements. But the NPA did argue for a distinction to be drawn when it comes to out-of-court statements made before the crime which go towards proving common purpose or conspiracy. Prosecutor Nigel Carpenter was responding to questions from Deputy Chief Justice Tehang Wasaneke. And your submission on behalf of the state effectively concede that their convictions were improper. What is our duty in these circumstances? The court's duty would be to set aside the convictions. And further, I would submit that the court should make some order with regard to accused number five. That's how the court came to hear about Tembe Kele Molautsi, who after losing his earlier Concord appeal, had given up hope of ever getting justice. A day after the hearing, Chief Justice Mohueng Mohueng invited Molautsi to file a petition for direct access. Don Richardan was appointed to also represent Molautsi and prepared this application on his behalf. It's anticipated that this will enable the court to consider the convictions of all three accused as it prepares to hand down judgment. The state is not opposing Molautsi's application.